Hello, and welcome back to If Water Coolers Could Talk. We have hit episode 11, and I'm Jesse, and Yay. this is Danielle. Hello. How you doing? I do fine. How you doing? I'm doing okay. I'm doing good. It's sunny out here, and there's no real snow oh. yet, so. Rude. It's, well, it's Rude. minus three, but um, yeah, I don't know what's happening here, but I'm okay with it. Because we still haven't put the Christmas lights out, which is not like we don't do a lot, but we should do that today. Yeah, we're not going to get Christmas lights out because there's already probably seven inches of snow on the ground. Right Now, if you were still here, you could get your Christmas lights out easily. (laughs) Wouldn't be a problem. True story. True Mm -hmm. story. Unfortunately, I live in the land of the snow. But it's pretty. So, it it's is a pretty, pretty land. It is pretty. I actually was chatting with my sister yesterday, and she was a little jealous. She's ready for some winter because down in Florida, it's still 70 degrees. So I video called her to show her the snow. We were driving. Dave was driving. I was not driving. I, I figured in my hands. But we were driving, and so I'm video chatting, showing her some snow and some Christmas lights so that she can see Christmas from her nice warm house while I'm shivering. Oh, my gosh. Does it ever get, like, I guess it depends where you are in Florida, but I don't know what the weather is. Always seems like it'd be quite nice there. For us, it would always be quite nice. But when you live there, you do get acclimatized, so... Mm. Their idea of cold is a nice day to us, but it is very cold to them. So, yeah, like but they, it's they won't get snow. I'm guessing. I I don't believe it snows anywhere in Florida. I know it snows not too far north of her, but I don't think it snows that close to the Gulf or to the ocean. I know Carlos said that uh, in the northern part of Mexico, like there's snow sometimes. Yeah, at least where he's from in the Baja, but uh, you know, not like yeah. here, not the same. No, it is definitely not the same. Um, it and it does. It will snow anywhere occasionally, you know, once or twice a decade sometimes. But mm-hmm. like it's it's not unheard of to get snow in the middle of a desert. It's just not common. It's not unheard of for us to get snow every month here in Calgary, even if it's just a little bit. It's happened in every single month. <laughs> I know. My very first year in Calgary, I was Dave was working, and so I decided I was going to go out by myself, and I was convinced I was going to get lost, and I didn't. But that's not the point. The point is it was July, and so hmm. I decided it was finally warm enough to go out in shorts and a sweater because... July was still really cold for me. Well, you're still California queen. I I really was, but I was wearing shorts outside and I was loving it for about three hours. And then I had to make it back home in shorts in a snowstorm in July. (laughs) Yeah, I was not impressed. That sucks. But that's okay. I clearly toughened up a bit, so... It could be worse. There's colder parts of Canada. Uh, yeah, colder. and I don't plan on going to them. No, I guess not. Ever. Well, maybe in the summer. I did go to the Yukon in the summer. Wow. Oh, yeah, you guys drove up there. No, right? I had that did job you? where I was doing 
uh, dealership auditing for oh, fan auditing. Right. And they sent me all over the place. I got sent to Yellowknife. That was crazy. Like nothing like I expected it to be. Um, but it was nice. And I got sent everywhere. So it was good. I got to see Niagara Falls oh. through that job. So, yeah. Nice. Yeah, well, it was awesome. That's good. So my week is sunny. Your week is wintry. Otherwise, everything's been pretty good here. And as usual, work is busy, which is good. But it's it's only going to get busier yes. for the next few weeks. And then it should level out to a certain degree for a short period of time. <clears throat> and then it'll be back to busy, which is great, though. Busy and, is always yeah. better, in my opinion. It makes the time go. Yeah, it does. So should be good. Yeah, things here have also been good. I've been getting more into like painting and stuff, which I'm still Ooh. terrible at, and I still don't care. I have fun I doing it, terrible. so I don't care. You best be sending oh, some pictures you can't to me. See. No, you send a picture, I, and I will. I will. I will send you one when we're when we're done here. I've got one on my phone, and okay, it was. It's not the best, but whatever. But I've been looking into that poor art. Like the Dutch pours oh. and the, yeah. So I'm gonna try that. I've got kits. I bought two kits from Walmart. So I'm gonna try that when we're done here today. To, uh, I've got to do some laundry, and I figure while doing laundry, why not splash paint all over the house? Oh, so boy. that's going to be exciting. I know it's gonna be so messy, but I'm good with that. Have you guys put up a tree? Are you gonna put up a tree? Um, no. Maggie has basically killed all of our trees. So yes. we don't do that anymore because we, are, <clears throat> we do, but I don't know. You've nice. seen the pictures every year. They get knocked yeah. down, torn apart. So we're yeah. debating putting it up today um, while well, Carlos is still here, though he said we could do it without him because <clears throat> I don't think he wants to help <laughs> with the lights and all that stuff. That's um, fair. But uh, I said, well, Last year, they wanted it in the window. Me and Christian were like, ah, no, we yeah. need it in the corner. So this year, we're going to put it in a corner. We're going to have a chair and a love seat, barricading it. We're going to tie it to the wall because now we don't just have, you know, Twix and Jasper and Felix, who is a kitten then. Now we have Felix who can jump probably higher than the tree. And we have Lex. And yeah. Lex is probably, he's 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 not quite nine months and he is a bit heavier than Felix. <laughs> He's gonna, they're yeah. going to tear it down. So I was planning to honestly wait till the next time Christian's here, like the weekend of the 15th, but eh, we'll see. Because I, I kind of want it yeah. up because then it'll feel more Christmassy. But it's also me who's going to have to put it back up and get away from there. Mm -hmm. Don't eat that. And I don't know. Yeah. And that's my bigger concern with Bean is her eating things. Yeah. Maggie, so she's never intentionally just like pulled it down it has come down twice i think but she she's a pretty good tree climber but she climbs up in there and then mm -hmm. she lays down on the branches and the <laughs> sprightly thing does. that she is bends them down so that you can't push them back up so mm -hmm. we can't we had a tree and it wasn't the best tree in the world. We didn't have a ton of money. So it was a, a cheap, special, discounted little tree. But it was pretty. 
and we had it up and she destroyed it within like two days. Mm -hmm. And so the next year we bought another tree and we had a little bit more money the next year. So we bought a, a slightly nicer pre-lit, um, I thought maybe more durable tree. It didn't last the hour. Like she had ripped part of it apart before I even had it <laughs> fully assembled. She wow. had it on the ground before it was fully assembled. And still I persisted and I got that tree up and I took pictures and I was crazy proud of it. And I came in the next day from work and she was curled up in it. So I got some pretty cute pictures of her curled up in the tree. And then I got her out of the tree and there's a three foot gap now <laughs> that you can't cover up with because you can't bend those branches back up. They're just, they were done. So yeah. yeah, we've, we've given up on the whole Christmas tree thing. Now. had knocked over the tree before <laughs> and me chasing them and being behind it. My butt knocked it over before, <laughs> but last year Felix knocked <laughs> it over. Twix has always liked to curl up and sleep in it. And then Felix was in it. And I'm like, this is just, I don't know. And I yeah. always want to get a nice pre-lit one. I'll still add lights because it's my favorite thing, but, yeah. but I haven't. Because I just never feel like I have enough money. By the time I'm thinking about it, it's Christmas time, and I'm using that money for the gifts, for the dinner, and everything else. Yeah, so, understandable. Years ago, I'm like, okay, because of the same reason, the branches are dead on this tree, and we'd had it for years, probably over a decade, like, like a long time. Yeah. And then so I found this one is twenty dollars on like a buy and swap or something, and I got it, and it's okay. It's it's fine. It's just that it's like it's only six foot and I have to put weights and heavy things on the bottom to try yes. and keep it from tipping. So one year we're going to do it. We'll get something else yeah. heavier or better. But I don't know. This year isn't the year. I don't know if we'll ever have that year because, I mean, Christian's 16. Amber's 18. Yeah. And I don't know if we'll need a big honking thing. Well, no, we will. It's me. I'll want it. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, I digress. I, I want a big honking tree. I still have my big massive tree, but uh, I don't have the room. Like that tree, it's the diameter at the base is six feet. And I just, I haven't had a room big enough to put it up in mm. for probably close to 20 years now, but well, I still have the tree. Actually, Lisa's dad gave us a tree last year that is bigger and nicer. I just haven't taken the time to sit in the garage and take all the tinsel off it yet because oh, I can't have yeah. the tinsel with the cats. Lisa Definitely did. Not. She said she took her three hours because she had a similar thing. And I'm like, yeah. oh, do I have three hours ever? Like, no, I do. But I just haven't done <laughs> it. So we'll probably use the little guy again. But I need to do that because it's a beautiful tree and it was so nice. And he gave us like our outdoor Christmas lights came from him. And anyway. Oh, nice. She's got a wonderful family, but yeah, you know, yes. as, as we were talking about Christmas, I was kind of yes. hoping this would inspire listeners to maybe start sending in some Christmas work stories, whether it's like the Christmas yes. work party or anything like that, because y'all know there's going to be a Christmas episode. We're going to have to do this. Absolutely. I'm thinking the 20th, December 20th will, will be the Christmas episode. So you guys have time to get us some awesome christmas work stories yes we have to make it very jingly and happy or whatever you know what i mean yeah 
No, I'm good with jingly. I like that one. It's going to be jingly. And then also the contest, right? This contest still... is still ongoing. You've got mm-hmm. time to get those stories in. IWCCTpodcast at gmail.com. Get them in there. We've got some coming in, and uh, we've been laughing pretty hard over some of them. You guys are amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes. get more. Get more sent in, and uh, very excited to get that get that draw done and see who wants to come on our show. If you want to, that'd be fantastic. Does anybody want to join the ramble? Like, does anybody? I mean, we don't blame you if you don't want to, but please do. <laughs> <laughs> I think it'd be a lot of fun to get uh, a third crazy person in here, because let's be honest, if you get our sense of humor, you're probably not the sanest person in the world, but that's fine. That's why you fit in with us. We are also not the sanest people in the world. That's true. It's true. It's all good. We found our tribe. Come join us. We're happy. (laughs) Yes. All right. All right. Well, you have our first story. I really do. I do. And I wish it was more of a Christmas theme to kind of blend in, but it's not. So I'm just going to go right in. We were thinking of doing some of those, but we decided we're going to hold off for the big Christmas jingle-a-thon. Okay. I might need to edit that out. That was terrible. It's <laughs> <That's> hilarious. <laughs> Touch that and I will be mad. <laughs> oh, gosh. We're going right. to have to get so, some Christmas music going on for that. Because people love definitely. Christmas music by that time of year. They haven't already heard Wham! and Mariah Carey 10,000 times. But cool, cool. Right. Anyway. Okay, you go ahead. You All go right. Ahead with your okay. non-Christmas story. My non-Christmas story. So it came from a message board. So this one is a server. She says, I am not deaf, but I do speak American Sign Language, which means I automatically get to wait on tables when we realize one of the diners is deaf. We also have a new manager who, while very hardworking and friendly, isn't the sharpest tool in the box. So I was talking with said manager when our front of house approaches me. And says, hey, so table four are all deaf as far as I can tell. They're speaking to each other in sign language and they all seem to be wearing hearing aids. So I'm about to speak up when I realize that our new manager thinks the front of house is talking to her, not me. She doesn't know that I can speak American Sign Language. So without skipping a beat, the new manager's like, I'm on it and rushes off to table four. Oh, no. So front of house turns to me, does the manager speak sign language? Me, I don't know, maybe? Our manager comes back surprisingly quickly, looking very pleased with themselves. I sorted it out. I'm sure they appreciate the accommodations we make for all of our diners. So Mm -hmm. curious, I go check on table four to see three very confused-looking deaf people holding braille menus. (laughs) Oh, that's awkward, Right? Oh, We've all that's done horrible. It. We've all had... That's, it is horrible, but hilarious. Who hasn't done stupid mistake like that? I love it because it makes me feel like I'm not so stupid for some of this stuff that I've done. And they were so enthusiastic. They really thought they had it nailed. They wanted to give that extra surface. Right? They were so excited to help. And that's what gets me. Because I'm always like, I love helping. I love to help people. Let's go. And then, yeah. 
That's amazing. That's. I'm sure they went over afterwards and explained in sign language, but that's quite. Yeah. That's quite yeah. Funny. I'm sure she took care of it after that one. I have tried. Like, you know, there's always wherever you work, if you're in service, there can be language barriers. And I worked in a mm-hmm. clinic and I was, it was just me and this person who didn't speak English and their person that they came with just sort of took off. So I'm trying to explain to this poor older lady what we're trying to do. And this machine was, you're in the dark, it was going to take a while, but you really need to know what to do. Um, Otherwise it's going to be a problem. So I was sitting there on my phone, like in Google Translate, trying to explain to this person who I believe was, I think it was Mandarin. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't know what to tell this person. So I'm trying, but let me tell you, whatever I said in Google Translate did not help. So kind of like that manager, I was enthusiastic (laughs) to try and help. And I'm like, okay, I need somebody. And there was someone there that did speak it, but they weren't there that day. So that didn't, it didn't pan out. Basically we had to go hunt down their helper and make them stay. And they were so grumpy about it. I'm like, well, you brought them here. Do you not care? I think it was their, their child or grandchild. So anyway, whatever. Oh man. I tried, I failed. So (laughs) not a surprise. We've all all tried and failed. Uh, So we used to have a deaf guy come into a restaurant I worked at fairly often and he would uh, write down what it was that he was wanting. And then we would speak back to him normally because he was really good about uh, lip reading and just knowing and understanding. And then he would write his, his responses back. And one of our coworkers was trying very hard um to communicate with him in actual sign language because they thought they were fluent and proficient and this Uh guy just the look on his face (laughs) until finally he made something that he thought was thank you but i recognized it as being a very offensive um, gesture and the guy and i both like just jaws on the floor like what and i turned to the guy and i'm like i'm sorry i'm sorry he meant thank you. He he said thank you. He made the wrong. Oh, dear. So, yeah. So, basically, um, if you're not confident, maybe just be careful. Thankfully, yeah. that guy, he was amazing. Like I said, he came in all the time. He appreciated that the coworker was trying, and he was trying to correct coworker. But when it got to that one, the guy just stopped. He's like, he didn't even know where <laughs> to go from that one. None of us did. So, well, good for trying. Yeah, it's it's good to try, but maybe, you know, just just be careful. Yeah, be careful. I'll just be like, hold on, I'm going to try and get somebody who can actually help you because I clearly can't do the job. But um, Okay, so we have one that was sent in this week from Mr. K. It starts, many years ago, while dating a girl who worked at a large mall, the following happened. I pulled up following closing time to pick her up at the mall, parking with difficulty for where I could see the mall entrance. It was cold, so I had the engine running, and to pass the time, I was filling those little paper coin tubes you can get with pennies. I noticed a security vehicle from a known armored car company pull up behind me with his blue light flashing. 
Doesn't concern me, I thought, and carried on filling the penny tubes and then chucking them on the dashboard. Suddenly, the security vehicle was beside me, and the driver was glaring at me and yakking into his microphone. Then the armored car arrived, and two guards jumped out with sacks and pistols in hand and ran into the mall. Moments later, the mall closed, and everyone began to pour out into the parking lot. I had to move as I was blocking parked cars. With traffic, the people in the armored car, the only way I could go, put me along the, alongside the armored car. At this moment, I had to stop, and the guards came out, and one ran for the truck, and the other stood by a pillar, pointing his pistol at me. Now what, I thought. Next thing you know, my lady friend comes running out, sees me, and heads for the car. I thought we were all going to die. She got in. And I was able to drive off only to be stopped by a local police car. I got out and opened the trunk as I was ordered to, and nothing was there but a snow shovel. They looked in the glove box, nothing. Meanwhile, people we knew were driving by and waving fingers at us and hooting and laughing. The cop asked me why I was following the armored van. I said he was following me. I then thought about it, and I realized the penny tubes must have looked like shotgun shells to them. They let me go saying that one of my brake lights was out. It was not out, of course, just for, but they just needed something to justify stopping me. I was only starting to shake later. Oh boy. They held it together because the lady friend was there. I'm sure they have to be macho, but uh, that would scare the crap out of me too. Yes. It's never fun looking down that side of a gun. Uh, No more penny uh... tubes. No more penny tubes. No, um, definitely no. That's a hard no. pass. People still roll them, but especially at work, but generally not in the car in the dark at the mall. So yeah. I don't think I'm sure this this uh, author did not do that again. I'm sure. <laughs> I would hope not. Although I'm curious to find out. Yes, we'll, uh, we'll have to. See if he'll fill us in some more details on that one. Thank you very much for sending that in. We quite enjoyed that. (laughs) I I love that one, particularly with uh, I've worked in the vault of an armored car company, and I know how jumpy those guys can be, and with good reason. Like I worked with men who were only in the tower because they had been shot Oh, um, oh yeah. He there was a failed robbery, and the guy had been shot six or seven times. Um, one of them didn't make it; the other one did. But he only worked tower, and so I understand. Like in the the security, the level of security that, like, I used to have to walk through traps all the way through to get to the vault. I had like three or four traps where I was completely sealed into a room. And not able to let myself out. Tower oh, no. had to scan me, mm-hmm. weigh me. And then like I had to walk across a scale so that they saw exactly what I weighed going in. Um, scan me in, take pictures of me like I was filmed all the way through. Like it's high security. So I can understand like they are very jumpy. Mm-hmm. However, you don't just pull a weapon immediately. That's... Uh, horrifying and i'm glad that mr k is all right now we've got a great story but wow all right i got questions that's amazing the questions are for you (laughs) 
Okay, you've had Uh-oh. some very interesting jobs. Number two, I would be very claustrophobic yes. in that situation. Number three, I would be absolutely horrified that everybody's looking at my weight all the time. And this wouldn't have mattered when I was smaller or not. And number four, I sure hope you didn't bring a snack in there and had it before you went back out. You were allowed a certain weight discrepancy for exactly things like that. Um, About snacks? I did get inhale. myself in trouble at one of my jobs with... Uh, this one wasn't when I was working for the armored car company, but I also did coding for a bank. So whenever you write a check or something, um, it goes off to a processing center where somebody like myself would key the amount of the check into a machine and then drop the check into the machine so that it can print with that special ink on the bottom of the check, the exact amount so that it can go through the machine properly. Mm-hmm. And that's um, so again, it was I had to walk through scale traps there. And this one, a really good friend of mine that I'm still in contact with, she was the security guard. And I walked in and my water bottle was empty and I thought nothing of it, like didn't didn't even clue in. And then I'm through the course of my shift. I filled it up twice because it was like a five hour shift. And so I'm leaving oh, with a full see. water bottle. OK, I get it now. And she locked me in the trap and wouldn't let me leave until we could uh, explain and verify the weight discrepancy. And finally, I clued into what I had done, and I had to take my water bottle out and set it onto a shelf that that she could see that was recorded. And then I had to open my water bottle and show her, because it wasn't clear, it was a reusable water bottle. Mm -hmm. I'd open it and show her that it was just water before she could override the automatic locks and let me out of the trap. I like the I like this name so. scale trap because that's what I'm going to call it every morning when I go <laughs> into the washroom now and I look at the scale I'm like you a scale trap you got nothing good right? to say to me I don't it's right? a trap every time I step on that thing it is a trap but, yeah uh, anyway you have, um, you have another story coming up that has I nothing do. to do with scale traps nope nothing to do with scale traps so this one is. Uh, a situation that a lot of people have found themselves in. So I'm hoping that you can see the humor in it with us and relate and understand that you're not the only one. Uh-oh. So again, this was a, a message board. This was a more recent story though. So if this happens to get out to the person who wrote it, uh, just know that you have my deepest sympathies because we have all been there. So feel free to contact us. Recently, we we had a new employee. Go ahead. Oh, absolutely. (laughs) I would love to credit you. Um, Okay. But again, we never say say where I pulled it from or who wrote it in intentionally because we don't have contact with the authors. All the deeds. So. Exactly. So if you recognize this story, reach out. We would we will absolutely credit you and give you whatever recognition you want, um, as well as our sympathy. Because oh we've all okay. worked with somebody like this. I have not heard this yet, so all right. now I'm intrigued. <laughs> all right. So this person writes, recently we had a new employee assigned to the area that I manage. So I walked him through the training. He was somewhat unfocused, often needing instruction or demonstration to be repeated two or three times before he got it. But once he paid attention, he picked up the various tasks quickly enough and he completed them well. After a few days of training, he seemed to set to work on his own. So I left him to it. 
Later that day, I was walking through the factory floor and I turned down an aisle in time to see the new employee standing up on his tiptoes, slowly inching a box filled with very heavy parts off of one of the shelves. This is very much not how I had shown him how to pull the boxes down. And even as I started forward, I saw the box start to tip. Mm -hmm. I managed to reach him in time to shove him out of the way so that the box slammed into my shoulder rather than smashing straight into his head. I got knocked to my knees, shouting as the box almost dislocated my shoulder, and the box ended up wedged between myself and the shelf. So I managed to twist enough to get the box off my shoulder and down onto the floor, by the time I had turned back, new employee was literally running off, apparently crying <laughs> as he went. Jeez. Oh no! So a couple of others ran over. I assigned them to check out the box of broken parts while I struggled to my feet to head off to the on-site safety sh- station. I got my shoulder checked out, and they ended up putting a brace on it. This is when someone from Human Resources showed up. Apparently, new employee had run straight there to scream about me attacking him. Oh, Lord. Right? So I was mad, and I ended up tearing into both new employee and the HR representative who had tried to say that they were, they were going to suspend me for unacceptable behavior. <laughs> I laid out what I had seen and how we had possibly been seconds away from HR having to fill out details on how an employee had died on site from dropping a box of heavy metal onto his own head. <laughs> I hope there's a camera. Right? The fallout from all of this was new employee walked away with no issues and I was reassigned to undergo sensitivity training because the oh new employee God. claimed a learning disability and said I hadn't trained him properly. Mm-hmm. So I did the Mm-mm. course, right? I did the course, and I walked new employee through all of the training again, this time dragging along someone from HR to verify and sign off on everything because my word was no longer good enough. Everything was signed off after a week of training, but this time, rather than having the new employee work on his own, I assigned him a partner to work with. Over the course of the next two weeks, new employee ended up with almost a dozen safety complaints against him. On (laughs) two separate occasions, he tried to pull the same go up on tiptoe and slide a heavy box off the shelf stunt. He extended a box cutter fully and waved it around like a sword, almost cutting his partner. Oh my God. He tried to climb onto and operate a forklift despite having zero training on how to operate it. And with every complaint, HR told me that I couldn't do anything. I couldn't discipline him in any way. And they threatened me with another sensitivity course for singling out the new employee. So I went over their heads to the local safety inspectors. And within a day of doing that, I had a meeting with HR, a safety rep, and some of the executives from the company. And I laid out all of the issues, provided the signed by HR training documents, and then laid out my ultimatum. I said, either new employee needs to be let go or he is going to be assigned to the HR office or somewhere else in the company. I flat refused to have him on the factory floor. And HR made an anemic attempt to bring up the non-discrimination. And I told them the only way I'd be discriminating against anyone is if I kept him on. Because if literally anybody else had the safety record he had, they would have been fired straight away. 
So from what I heard after, he was moved to HR for all of three days and then was let go for some undisclosed incidents. I'm sure he was. Wow. Right? I think we have all worked with somebody like that who just Mm -hmm. doesn't get it and uh, insists that they have issues that need to be um, catered to rather than just admitting that, you know, 100%. And that guy probably just was like, I don't need this training. I'm just going to do it how I want. I'm the best. I'm this and that. I don't need to learn. I know it. And I mean, that's a hazard right there. Exactly. And it's like, the guy, I'm sorry, but whoever manager, whoever you were that wrote the story, you're a hundred percent correct. I, I am 100% on board with giving people with disabilities opportunities because they are amazing people. I've met several people that are considered disabled who are very intelligent and can work within the parameters of like a predefined safe environment. Yeah. But somebody with a record like that, you are risking everybody else. Like the manager almost got his shoulder dislocated to save his life. And where does it stop? Does somebody actually have to lose a life or limb to be able Mm -hmm. to say this person cannot focus in this environment? It's too unsafe. Get them out of here before they kill. I am also 100% pull the box like that guy does. (laughs) hit me in the head maybe i'm not saying it was at work maybe it was a couple times actually but (laughs) i remember the one time i i was trying to reach for something and i had my like a desk chair but it was on wheels and i remember the one yeah one of the bosses he just walked by and he's like no get down please you're gonna (laughs) get hurt i was like i do it all the time and he he paled a little bit but he's not wrong he's not wrong Oh, I'm man. not the tallest. I'm not short, but you know. But sometimes step I'm like, well, I don't have time to go get that step stool, or I don't feel like dragging that chair over. And anyway, anyway, oh, not oh, in a man. warehouse. Nobody got hurt but me. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's why I am the way I am now. You're important too. <laughs> yeah. Oh God! Dropped one too many boxes on our heads. There it is. Yeah, it's out. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you know, my efficiency yeah. is going to kill me anyway. I wouldn't call that efficient. I'm sorry, but uh, no, no, no. You're right. that's unsafe practices. I walked into the room and I, I once saw somebody standing on top of a box that was on a rolling chair on a hard concrete floor. And you, um, I froze yeah. because you don't want to startle the person. Yeah. So I just very carefully came up beside her and uh, put my hand on her leg. And I'm like, the hell? like, just lost it. Helped her climb down. And then I ripped her a new one. Because I'm like, what are you doing? I'm like, you're trying to pull. And the box she was trying to pull was at least 45 pounds. I was like, well, what do you think is going to happen when you get that box down and you're standing on this? Like, come on. Well, to be fair, if I see anyone else doing that stuff, I'm like, no, 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 I'll help you. I don't want other people to do it. I just sort of. Well, we don't want you to get yeah. hurt either. Yeah, that's debatable. Some people. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> 
I'll tell I you later about any. something I did the other day, actually, but that, that's for another story. <clears throat> that's I'll tell you after the show. Oh, you know, we have we have time for another oh, story, no. Jesse. So moving right <laughs> along, we have another story that was sent in to us. Um, and they don't want to use their name, but um, they're going to go by uh, the inspector, which is aptly named because of their profession. So we shall can begin. We, and you're going to enjoy this. Gadget? I don't know that they would care for that but you can always uh, check with them we'll just i'll just stick with inspector you go with what you got to do no i'll be polite <laughs> thank you inspector we thank appreciate you very your much. stories very yes. much <clears throat> okay All you're right. going to enjoy this one because i busted out when i read this to myself i've been dying to hear this one ever since you told me how good it was mm -hmm. i wouldn't so, tell danielle i wouldn't let her read it i'm like no, no you'll this enjoy is, this is new Okay. All right. So my job is to inspect homes. And over the years, I've seen just about everything, but nothing compares to this. I arrive at a beautiful home situated on four acres of land in the country, just outside the city. I just showed up there to do the inspection. Nothing out of the ordinary with a very nice family living there. I start in the basement and work my way through the house to the top floor. And I open the primary bedroom door. This is where the ordinary ends. I am face to face with a 500 pound pig who looks at me and starts coming in my direction. <laughs> like an actual like pig, a pig pig in a, a, pig. In a bedroom. <clears throat> yes. As anyone in their right oh mind would do, I immediately slam the door shut. I proceed <laughs> to um, make my way downstairs to this family who are sitting on the couch watching TV. And I say to them, so what am I supposed to do about the giant pig in the bedroom? They casually say that they'll come up and hold the pig while I do my inspection. With a shocked look on my face, I agree. <laughs> so we go back up to the room and I get a good look at this pig who is enormous. <laughs> and secondly, the room. The room had no floor coverings. The drywall and framing were gnawed up about four feet in height. Mm. So I guess we know how tall Piggy was. Um, the bathroom shower door was missing, <laughs> and the room was in no state to be occupied. I took about 20 photographs of the damage and we left. In case you were wondering, Ooh. the pig was very nice and I even got to pet him. Very oh, nice. Wow. <laughs> Once we got back downstairs, I asked them why they have a pig in the house. They said that they purchased her from someone who told them it was a miniature pot belly pig. This was a few years ago and it was very cool to buy them. <laughs> well, as it turns out, it was not a pot belly yeah. pig and definitely not miniature. It was a normal hog. They <laughs> normally <laughs> would let it roam the house and then one day it either didn't want to or couldn't go down the stairs anymore due to its size and that was that. They had no way to get it down the stairs. I don't know what happened to him after that. <laughs> but I did hear back from the person who ordered the inspection. And they had more questions than you could imagine. <laughs> so I told you that would not be what I'd expect doing a standard inspection of any home that's something i mean i would no. shut the door too i've seen silence of the don't lambs. expect a 500 pound hog in a bedroom no i guess <laughs> well i guess that's hannibal everybody's got their kinks but i don't think so no i'm just that's gross never mind never mind never mind 
I guess that's oh. why the shower door was gone because Piggy oh, had to go Jessie, somewhere. No. Maybe it's her theme. I had to go somewhere with it. Ew. <laughs> that poor pig. That Ew. poor house. I hadn't like, even connected that yet. <laughs> I don't know I... if that's what it was. I'm just using my imagination oh my because God. I can't imagine <clears throat> the smell of that room when that door opened. It probably hit like a wall. I'm sure there was no. walking up the door door. I wonder no. if there's like Oh, what's that smell? What's going on up here? And then, boof. Oh, and Porky man. the pig says hello. Right? <laughs> oh, oh, my gosh. God. I wonder what color oh, it was. Oh, my gosh. Those pop okay. pigs were a little That's, black oh, and hairy, no. right? <laughs> oh, that was good. You know, I remember that pot belly pig craze and... Mm-hmm. Me no, too. I'm sorry. I love my animals. I really do. But when you have a pig hit 500 pounds and can't get out of your bedroom, maybe it's time for, you know, some bacon, some ham. So Oh, no, no, no. He's a out pet. The they house. love him. They love him. Maybe they should have gotten a crane and take him out to the backyard or found a farm that he could have lived on without anybody eating him. That probably would be better, but they it was their pet. They loved it. I mean, he didn't love the house, apparently. He He's ate the pig. house. <laughs> yes. He ate the house. He's a pig. <laughs> he has dinner. He's no, not that one. You can't I'm eat sorry. it anyways. So what do he you has say? dinner and breakfast. You would be sick. I can eat you it can't. if it's not smoked. We're not eating. I can eat it if it's not smoked. It's going to be smoked. Can't eat them anyway. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to smoke it just so I can't eat them. Yes, you can't eat them. I don't know what it's. All right, that's fair. Anyway, moving along. Um, Um, Petunia. I think I'm going to name it Petunia. I don't don't know if it's a boy or girl. Porky or Petunia, I guess, is what we're going to go with. Go with normal hog. They say (laughs) a normal hog. Oh, boy. I love it. Oh, anyway. I love it. That was, uh, I, yeah, yeah, I couldn't, e- I can't even imagine opening up a bedroom door and finding a 500 pound well, hog. Here's the thing. They say it's on four acres of land in the country. So why didn't they just build it like a warm house, you know, like yeah. a little piggy shack right? and let them roam out there? What the heck are they doing? Right? I, oh. I, I don't know. I would have gotten the pig out of the house before it got to the point where it could no longer fit through doorways and navigate staircases <laughs> because yeah. that's it just feels cruel to me so with our cats and not letting them go outside i already feel a little bit bad about confining them to this space but i mean it's not like it's a small house but it's it's small comparatively to what they would have had they been you know feral in the wild cats mm-hmm. um but I couldn't imagine confining, especially an animal that size, <laughs> to a bedroom. And then he stuck. It, and then he got because stuck. I bet maybe the pig just was like, no, I'm going to stay here because I don't want to be in the scale trap. You will never find out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I told you it was a good one. That was a good one. Thank you. Thank you, Both Inspector. of our listeners sent in some good ones, and I didn't let her you, Mr. K. either no. of them. Mr. K's story actually kind of scares me a little Mm -hmm. bit because knowing, knowing how jumpy um, some of those drivers can be and with good reason, 
Like I'm not, I'm not trying to downplay the dangers of their job. They have good reason to be, maybe I shouldn't say jumpy. That's more negative. Um, they have good reason to be as alert as they are and to mm-hmm. question seeing stuff like that. But it just, it scares me knowing, knowing Mr. K and knowing what could have happened there. That mm-hmm. just, that, that hits a terror spot in my heart. Mm-hmm. So that's a great story, but I didn't find it funny. I found it scared, and now oh, I just no. want to go give him a big hug. Make sure I don't he's think okay. that one was particularly funny. But I don't no, think that's... Petunia thinks you talking about eating her is funny either. So we need to move along. You've got the last <laughs> story. I think you have the last story. <laughs> I do. I have another story here. Um, and this one, uh, it's just... We've all had this customer. I've watched this customer. Um, I've been on both sides of this. I've never been this customer myself because I know what it is, but I've watched people dealing with this guy. Mm-hmm. We'll see. <sighs> right? We'll see. Mm-hmm. So again, this one's from a message board. One of my favorites because you guys, you're amazing. If you hear this, let us know if you want credit. I would love to credit you with this one. Uh, he says, I worked in a hotel and we had an older couple who had booked a prepaid non-refundable reservation through an online travel agency. The man was one that I had interacted with when they were checking in. The woman just kind of stood back and waited. So I asked the man for the same items I ask everybody, a driver's license and a credit card. The man says, well, you don't need my credit card. So I explained, your room is prepaid, but I do need your credit card on file for incidentals. He says, well, I'm not going to give it to you. You hotel people always hold the money for way too long. So I said, sir, the amount of time it takes for an authorization hold to drop is completely dependent upon your bank. We don't choose when to release the funds. The man says, well, I'm not giving it to you anyway. Me, okay, well, you can do a cash deposit of $150 if you prefer. You'll get it back in the morning if there's no damage to the room. The man says, well, that's too much. How much would it be if I used my credit card? Me, well, it would be the same amount, $150. The man says, that's way too much. I already paid for the room. We just need a place to sleep for the night. I'm not paying for your incidentals. Ooh. So I explained, sir, the bottom line is I can't give you a room if you don't have a credit card on file or a cash deposit. So the guy says, is 50 bucks okay? And I said, no. Man's like 100. And I said, no. The man says, well, why not? I said, because that's our policy. A $150 cash deposit or a card on file. You will literally get it back when you check out in the morning as long as you don't trash the room. The man says, well, are there at least two beds in the room? And he said, no, it's a single queen room with one bed. So the man huffing, well, that's not what I booked. I booked two beds. Okay, well, you'll have to take that up with the third party that you booked it through. That's what the reservation says, and I can't change it. The man says, are you kidding me? Me, well, no, I can't change the room type for you. You have to take it up with the online travel agency. So the man says, well, can we just cancel it? This is getting ridiculous. And I have to agree, this was getting ridiculous. And I explained, mm-hmm. no, I'm sorry, I can't cancel it. You need to talk to the online travel agency. So you're refusing to refund us then? Well, sir, I don't have your money. You have to call the online travel agency. The man says, well, if we can't cancel it, I guess we'll just have to take the room. And he rolls his eyes, pulls out his wallet, his thick wallet with plenty of cash in it, and hands me $150. I want a receipt for the deposit. 
Typically, we don't put the deposit in the folio since our system lumps it in with our drop total and messes up the drawer. We make a note in the reservation, note it in an email that goes to the front desk general manager and the front office manager, and we fill out a paper that's clipped to the deposit money in the drawer. But okay, I'll put it in the folio to get this guy out of my hair. So I put it in the folio, I printed him a receipt, and then I reversed the payment so it wouldn't mess up my drop total. I handed the man the room keys at last, and as he walks away, he says, my review of this hotel will not be good. Ooh. Right? <laughs> yes. I'm, I'm like, okay. At no point was that employee out of line. This guy, like, come on. Mm-hmm. You book... Through a third party because they're giving you a better deal than going straight to the hotel directly. And then you're going to treat the hotel like that because you screwed up your reservation and you didn't want to give them a deposit. Now, in my experience, and this is just me and maybe I'm jaded, but if somebody is that upset about giving a deposit, it means they are most certainly planning to do something, to destroy the room, to drink the mini bar, to order some stuff on the TV that wouldn't be covered by their normal reservation so that they can refuse to pay for it later. That's uh, that's my take on it. I think I've had that where I just didn't realize why they wanted the card, but they explained it. I'm like, okay, because I've already paid and you know, but as soon as he told me, I'm like, okay, well, I mean, it's a business. I understand that. And I had no plans of, you know, trash in the room or anything. So exactly. it was not a problem. But And the first time when I had booked in advance and I checked into a hotel and they asked me for my credit card, I also asked why. I'm like, no, I've already mm-hmm. paid for this. Why? And they're like, well, it's just in case, you know, if, if it, and I'm like, oh, okay, you know, whatever, that's fine. I'm not planning on doing anything stupid. Here's my credit card. Like, what does it matter? And so, I mean, I can understand asking the question, but uh, mm-hmm. to pitch a fit about it the way he did, you just you have to wonder what he had in mind. So I think he lives in House of Hufflepuff. He's very <laughs> huffy and puffy. He's very huffy I, and puffy. I don't know. That reminds me. <laughs> yes. We're on like some kind of Harry Potter thing for every show. The she Dobby. Now I got Hufflepuff in my head. I don't know. I haven't even watched or read Harry Potter. Oh years but whatever it's going on in my mind well i don't think that review would count for anything but oh unfortunately people will do this all the time in trash reviews and then places like that deserve a good rating end up being overlooked because of jokes like this well i know i've had to deal with google reviews on the end of getting the reviews and some people a lot of the time you can just tell that it's maybe somebody who used to work there or something they're very disgruntled and they're just trying to drag people to honestly it can't happen where it was a truly bad situation and whatever the company is at fault but a lot of the time it's not it's sometimes people want to get free stuff sometimes they just want to get a specific person there in trouble but Either way, I mean, this guy was probably yeah. just embarrassed because he didn't realize what's going on and he's not used to being called out. But anyway, right. And that's kind of why I picked that story is because I've I've watched it happen. I've mm-hmm. had people freak out at me for things that I had zero control over. Yeah. <clears throat> Some of them are wonderful. I always try to put up if somebody does a good job. I always try. And I would like to encourage our listeners to try. If somebody does good, 
even if it's not amazing, but you know, somebody they're trying, they're working. I mean, come on, who loves going to work every day? I, I have an amazing team at work and I love the people that I work with, but I don't love going to work every day. Who does? What? Right? So what? <laughs> if somebody like, right? So if you go and they do a good job, try to put a good Google review because everybody is so quick when something goes wrong. They mm-hmm. just get on to the internet and blast everybody. Well, how about going on there when nothing goes wrong? Just say, hey, you know, I went through the drive through picked up a coffee and it was great. The coffee was made right. It didn't take 20 minutes. You know, life is great. Give them a good review for it. Mm-hmm. Try to offset the everybody always being negative online all the time. That would be lovely. That would be great. Yes. That would be great. Well, I think we've uh, rambled on to the end of the show. Yeah, We've rambled think... on quite a bit. So I just want to remind everybody about the contest again. Because yeah. uh, it's been, you know, so long since you've heard about it. Get those stories <laughs> in. We've given you a sample of some of the ones we've gotten. And uh, we would love more. Um, good luck topping the 500-pound pig. Or being mm-hmm. held at gunpoint over a handful of so pennies. Right? <laughs> right? That's some okay. that's some great stories there. Um, yeah, bring your A game, guys. Pull pull out the good stories. Send them into iwcctpodcast at gmail And remember, you can reach out to us on at Facebook at if water coolers could talk, or on Instagram at iwcctpodcast. And mm-hmm. uh, remember, rate and review. That's what I always forget to say. I'm so proud of myself right now. I said Good it. Good job. <laughs> I know. I deserve a brownie button. You uh, Well, we'll find one, I guess. <laughs> we'll, we'll send one. And uh, don't forget your Christmas stories because yeah. the Christmas stories and contests can be one and the same. But Because um, that could be a winner, too. But the Christmas stories will be really fun. Oh, Absolutely. So- Yes. So send any, any story sent in will qualify for the contest, but try yes. to get in some Christmas stories as well because it's yeah. that time of year. All right. Well, I guess we'll see you next week around the water cooler. Absolutely. Stay hydrated, my friends. Mm-hmm.